Yo, 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 what's good, world? It's your boy Rob, Gio, Andy. Real talk, real views, episode 31. Yo, y'all, I hope everybody's having a great week. Yo, we're gonna get right into it. Uh, today, the topic is gonna be about black businesses, our experiences with them, what we can do as a community collectively to get better. Uh, we're also gonna talk about uh, when some, somebody black puts another uh, brother or sister on and they either shit on them or they, or they actually take advantage of the opportunity. It's, it, it's, it's a lot that we're going to be diving into. You know, I've been hard on, on, the, on the white people, the bad white people. It's time for me to look at the mirror, too, and say, okay, what in my community can we, we can do better? And so, uh, yo, Andy, he was, Andy was rolling pretty good about some, uh, some things. Uh, Andy said something that maybe not only I may struggle with, but a lot of other people struggle with. You go to a black, a black establishment, you have one bad experience, and just because you had that one bad experience, now all of a sudden you put black businesses, um, you just say, fuck all black businesses. They're probably all trash. And that's not even fair versus that white establishment that's been around for a long time. They have the capital to back them up. They got the lawyers to back them up, everything to back them up. And so we need to be a little bit more patient. And I want Andy to dive into that just a little bit more. So, um, so Andy, when did, you, when did you get into that realization, realizing that, Yo, maybe we're not patient enough with our own community. When did that realization hit you? Oh man, it was, it's been a while that, I, that I've been feeling like that, and just taking a look in the mirror for myself. It's like, yo, when, is, when has, when was the last time that I actually supported uh, a black business? You know, whatever it is, you know, and it's. I think it's just a matter of going back to, you know, us having a microwave mentality. There's a certain we want things fast. We want it done a certain way typically how we're used to it, used to it, getting it done. So we do have the opportunity to um, go and support a black business and they come up for our normal standards under par. It's like, man, I'm not going to go there. And when, it's, when we have to understand and take a step back, like, like, yo, they're just starting out. And even if they're not just starting out, it's, it's, it's a matter of understanding like, yo, they, they have places that they, they need to improve in. And like I was telling you before, like a little bit off camera, just address the address the concerns that you might have to the manager mm -hmm. so they could tell the owners and they can make those adjustments so they could be better and they could actually rival you know the bigger businesses instead of just taking that one bad experiences and just knocking them all off across the board like they like they're trash you know yeah you're right man because uh I had to think about it too after everything started going down and everybody was saying hey we need to support our black uh, businesses more. I I realized, really look at myself after the whole George Floyd influence, um, situation. Like, yo, did, did I ever support a black business just like how you felt, Andy? Not really. Some, some of the times, I gotta be honest with you too, Andy, they don't market themselves enough. Like if pause. I don't- Pause, like, pause. Like, I can't be mean, I can't Think. be telling the truth. Pause, man. No, 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 I'm, 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 I'm I'm, cut, I'm cutting you off right there. I'm cutting you off right there. I'm cutting you off right there. Before you even dive in and go in crazy, there's several reasons why sometimes you don't see it. Obviously, what Andy's doing, but he's not, th but he's not throwing money to the strippers. He's trying to throw it. They're trying to throw it. They're trying to throw it to their marketing plan, to their marketing thing. They, they're, tr they're trying, but their capital is not enough, or they're looking for, or they're looking for funding, and no one wants to fund them, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing you got to think about it. So what do they do? 
they use their social medias, they use their friends and their friends of friends mm -hmm. and market their things for them. So that's, so that's their way of marketing. Now, as far as like, when you say like, let me back, let me, let me go back. Question for the both of you guys. Your first ever black owned experience. How was that like? I'm, I'm going to be 100% transparent, bro. <laughs> like I don't, uh, well, I guess the only thing I could really think of is like maybe the like a Jamaican Jamaican food store, you know what I'm saying? Or a okay. food restaurant store. That might be the only thing I could think of. I mean, like going back to North Miami, like the the local um, Haitian spots. But mm -hmm. um, if I were to think about my experience, it took a while for the food to come out. Um, but here's the thing: I'm used to fast. I was, at that time, as being a kid, used to fast food, you know, which is junk food, you know, not. I, being a grown-up now, I'm much more appreciated if it takes time for my food to be created because I'm like, yo, that's going to be love and care that's going into my meal. And the, typically, it took a while, but the food was always bomb. So I, would, I, would, I wasn't tripping too much. So I don't, I have no big concerns in regards to that. So my uh, Rob? Man, I, I'm, I'm actually really trying to think about it. Like, what, You don't got to think hard. You was in North Miami. There's too many black folks there. I'm just saying. No, yeah, yeah. You ain't got to think hard. I'm trying to think about over here, my bad. I'm sorry. Um, I've oh, been yeah, yeah, right. Oh, oh, That's why in Kansas, you, you, you got, yeah, you got to think hard over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, what, you do. what black business have I been to? I mean, the only thing you could think about since oh, I was over yeah. there is the... I've, uh, I've been to one. It's called King Crab over here. It's like a seafood spot. Okay. Um, the food was cool. The only problem was that when it got to my table, it was cold. <laughs> Not a fan of that. That was the only issue that I had with them. And uh, it's so funny, man. When you go to most some black establishments, you you basically you basically in the hood, but you inside of a business, <laughs> and you gotta be okay with that. You know what I mean? I I I, I ain't mind it. I ain't mind it. I, I I'm I'm cool with it. But yeah, the food was cold. That was my that was an issue that I had. And the lady at the desk, the receptionist, wasn't necessarily nice. Like how, you know, when you go to like uh, like, yeah, Andy's right. Like I, I'm about to do it again. Like one of those establishments. I'm trying to think. Like like Lord State. Or, or uh, Olive Garden, they, they hostess comes up to you, hey, how are you doing, you know? But in my mind, I'm just thinking like, yo, why is it so hard to do that in your own business? It, it's common sense. Hey, do you no, have no. somebody greeting or somebody right. saying hi? Like, it, yo, is that hard, Joe? Nah. Go ahead, Andy. Go ahead, go ahead Andy. Go ahead. And I, no, I love it. I love it. So... It, and that's the thing, like I was saying before, man, too, it's like, especially in the, like, in the podcast world, our podcast, this podcast here is a relatively new podcast. Yeah. It's going up against the big boys. It's going, it's going up against the Grant Cardones, the Gary V's, and everything like that. Same thing for these young black businesses. It's one of those things where they're going up against these other establishments that have been here from the jump. Now, the thing was, what you were saying, Robin, is what is the culture of that restaurant? You know what I'm saying? Typically, if the culture is not, are we going to agree? If the, if the culture wasn't established by the owner, the managers, or whatever, that, all right, when people come in, we're going to greet them, we're going to treat them with the utmost respect, nothing like that. Then, nine times out of ten, when it comes to the hostess, that's when you come in and you, you see them, they ain't going to greet you. They're like, hey, what you want? Like, funny thing is, right? Well, Dunkin that's, that's what it was like. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's a Dunkin' Donuts that I, that I normally go to, right? And 
when I get there, um, for that particular franchise, I guess they don't they don't necessarily harp on hospitality. When I get to the drive through they was like, "What you want?" I'm like, "Whoa, are we serious?" You know, so, and but I'll go to other ones in typically white neighborhoods. Hey, welcome to Duncan. I'll be having a good <laughs> like that's just that's just how it is. And so I think it's just one of those things where that's like a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in which, like I said before, talk to the manager about that. You know, and like give them like it's I think it's our job to give them feedback. Mm-hmm. As, as like when I was yes. young when I was younger, I used to get so annoyed. And by younger, I'm talking about like 19, 18, not that much many years ago. Mm-hmm. I used to get annoyed when I used to get all these surveys from like stores. I'm like, why they always ask for me to do a survey? <laughs> I, understand. I understand, like that's that's huge for them now. Cause it's like, yo, this where are we falling short? If you're unsatisfied, where are we falling short so we can approve? So it's one of those things where if we are at a black business, like, yo, we don't like this, you can't just get mad. I'm never coming back here again. No, like. Let them know, like, hey man, I, I see what you guys are doing. Here's where y'all could, if I if I may, because sometimes they might not want to hear. It, but if I may give you some two cents, I think y'all should do this, 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 and then hopefully they improve over time. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, but 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 for me, this is what I was gonna say. And Andy hit on a few notes and a few key points. Feedback crucial, right? When you're when you're going when you're going into a, a, a all black business or Whatever whatever establishment that they have, you need to provide feedback for them. Why? The reason why you do that is because they need to know where are they lacking, where can they improve on, what are they already good at. You got to exactly. remember that as well, so they could continue to have to have more of the goodness that you already that you love so much or that you admire so much. Right now, the thing about it is that sometimes they do they do they do not have that quote unquote culture yet. Why? Because they're an established business. They're just trying to get that business up and going, up and running. And then later on, they're, they're going to figure out the perks. But as managers and as owners and as head honchos of your business, you need to learn to establish a culture. Learning from the Miami Heat, Pat Riley, Eric Spolster, Mickey <laughs> Harrison, that culture is serious, right? It's about hard work, making sure that you're putting in the time, the quality time, body, body work, eating right, eating habits, work ethic. They make sure that they put that and establish that into their franchise before the team comes in. Now, where that, where that may fall is when you're saying we have a certain culture and a certain standard that you have to reach, when you are hiring these employees, you need to set that set in stone and be serious about it. Because if you do that, then every person that comes in is going to abide by those cultures. Because once that happens and they know you're no joke, you're gone, right? But then again, this is where, this is another thing that falls in. And this is where capital comes in. Because if you're going to have a culture as such and as, and as a certain way, you have to pay your employees a quality amount of money for them to feel as though that culture is worth it, right? Now, if you're getting paid seven, eight, nine dollars an hour, you're going to feel as though I'm bust, I'm doing, I'm doing this culture, culture thing for what to get paid 300, $400 every month or two weeks or something like that. Right. You're not going to feel as though it's worthy enough. Right now. I'm not saying money is everything. Right. But for some people, that is the reason why they're working. 
right? Like that is literally the reason why they're working. They're working for to get that paycheck. Now, if you're not pay, if 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 the money is not there, then they're gonna feel as though they do not need to say these certain things, or they don't need to be as friendly as possible, right? You ha- and as a manager and as an owner, you have to constantly go to your businesses and your establishments because I've experienced several black co- uh, uh, establishments, whether it's food, barbershop, uh, um, clothing um electronics like i've i've dived into so many black industries and so many black black establishments that there are certain ones yeah you know they got their attitude and then you sit there and you're like and i literally like the the other day there was this this black um black food um not not i want to say seafood but they had seafood and i wanted shrimp or whatever and like he was talking to me he was like hey man how you doing um what can i get you I was like, man, I appreciate you just saying that that itself, right? He was like, what do you mean? Like, some some of y'all don't even some. There's a lot of black. There's a lot of black. In, um, they don't say that. They don't even say, hey, how you doing? Just mm-hmm. as small as, hey, how you doing, takes takes that person's experience of what you're selling to want them to come back again. Like, you're not gonna be like, your whole thing is, I want some food, right? But in your mind, all you can think about is how rude that hostess was. You're not even thinking about what they selling to you to begin with, the product itself. That boom, and speaking all that, Jill, oh, I love how you brought that up, man. It's all about, you have to create a, you have to create a moment with the product. Yes, yes. You know, it has to be, those two have to come together. And I want to say something real quick. My, me and my girl got new phones, and it was a guy at, um, at, the, at the Metro that we went to. Um, and when we first went there, we didn't get the phones when we first went there. So we just, we just wanted to hear the plans and everything like that. And when we told him like, um, he's like, so are you guys going to buy today? After he, after he gave us his old presentation, I was like, you know, man, not today. We're going to, we're going to come back. We're going to think about it. Right. In my mind, I'm like, I'm going to get it. Cause he did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. He was like, no worries. My name is, my name is such and such. When you come back, I'll be here. All right. I was like, sounds good. And sight. He said when we came back the next time and we ended up buying, he said sometimes when uh, a salesman hear that they doesn't they don't get the sale, they get cold. Like all right, whatever, just leave. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. so we kept that good rapport. And he 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 created the moment for for us during that time. I remembered him. Went back to that same metro because I could have gone to any other metro because all that metro had that same deal. Went back to that same one and bought from him just because he created that moment. That's huge, man. Oh, he was yeah. black by the way. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. Hey, but, make it sure. You know I mean? make but, it but 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 Andy, but but regardless of the skin color, what Andy's mainly right. talking about is creating a moment that yeah. that is everlasting to allow that to allow the customer to come back. That makes the customer want to come back. Feels like he needs to come back to that person, right? Like right. that's 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 what you that's what you need to do. And a lot and a lot of these establishments sometimes do not do that, but it falls back to the owners and the head honchos of those establishments. The people that you hire, you need to do an extensive research on them, whether it's un- letting them understand your goals, the, the, the establishment, the culture. What are, you, what, what, what are you trying to do when a customer comes in? Are you trying to greet, are you trying to greet them you know, crazy? But that goes without saying, though. Like, when you do see somebody 
and you're in an establishment, you need to greet them. Like, it's it's just it's just crazy. Look, should that not be should I not be the training as well? And if it is the training, what's the average cost of training to make sure that everybody in every single establishment? Well, if it's a young black business, most likely it'll be one establishment, but to make sure that everybody's on one accord. Um. Man. You shouldn't. You shouldn't get. You shouldn't have to pay somebody to really understand, like, to say hello, hi, how you doing? How can I help you? Like, that shouldn't be a. a, a, a I mean, that goes. That kind of goes without saying. However, the person that all you gotta also think about it too, the person that is training you for that job, also has to embedded that in that person's head as well and be like hey listen my name is john and i work at this and this and this and yo when we're when we're doing when and you're and he's teaching you the, the ropes and around everywhere and all the stuff and he's telling you hey listen when people come in you need to greet them you need to say hey how you doing you need to do this after you greet them and things of that uh, things of that nature talk about the menus talk about the specials talk about some of the things they they want or they don't or, or some of they likes for what 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 do they want right now right like when you go to a restaurant that's what you get when you go to a fast food joint you don't get that no they give you right? the food and, and and you dip out but that was a good point but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no but no that, that's 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 an excellent point man i think i hear what you're saying man i feel like it, it is something that it should be common sense. I was just gonna say, like, yo, sometimes common sense isn't that common. You know, it's it's different for different people. Um, and I kind of wanted to allude it to, like, it's kind of going back to the whole racial indifferences. Like, why is race still an issue? It's like there's just common differences between uh, a, 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 a particular race's common day to day and a black person's common day to day. So in that same fashion, going back to just being nice and just greeting people, I might not be that person that does that every single day. So now I have to, I, I'm at a yeah. I have to do that. You know what I'm saying? If I even if I try, it might come off like, "Hey, how you doing? Welcome to McDonald's." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it comes, <laughs> it comes off dead. And like that, so it's just one of those things where I think the, that's why I feel like the training does come in, and it's. I like how you brought up the whole uh, money thing as well. In terms of like, yo, if the money, if, if I feel as if I'm not getting paid enough, my energy is gonna show, and it shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't. But, but a lot that's of, how it is. Oh yeah, a lot of employees are like that. It's like, nah, whatever, man. I'm just here to get this little bum paycheck. It's like, mm -hmm. dang. But mm -hmm. that's for the culture is the point. So if they, if, if your employees believe the culture. The performance will reflect the culture, and not necessarily the paycheck. Exactly, and that, and that, and that's, and that's where it goes down to. Because a lot, like I have, so where I work, I work for the city of uh, of Tallahassee, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's a big corp, it's a big corporation, right? But my supervisors and my supervisors and my managers, they're all black, right? And they have a saying in in the in, in the in the uh, in the building where they say, um, is it a, no, not appearance. Um, dang, I can't believe I forgot it. Jesus Christ, it's not appearance, but, per, oh, perception is everything, right? That's, that's the thing throughout the whole building. Perception is everything. Because 
just because you're down one day or you never know who's looking at you. You never know who's watching you. You never know who's who's doing this, who's doing that. You you don't know what, what could possibly happen or who's looking at you. So you have to be on your P's and Q's at all times. And that's the case with, with some with, with, with some of these with some of these employees because let's say you're the customer service that you have could be a big investor, right? You don't know that as an investor. You don't know if he, he heard about the food or you heard about this or you heard about that. And he's looking to invest into it, into the into the company. And he meets one of your employees one of your employees and your employee just, you know, bombs it. Just Yeah. Does something, you know, does something out of line. You know, and, you know there goes the invest there goes the investor. Uh, like, yo, like, you only got you only got one chance, but I just wanted to go back to what I was, what I what, what I was saying. You know how you were saying that if you get, you would like them to get paid more money, but I guess it just depends on what kind of job you're talking about. Because I used to work at a grocery store making seven twenty five an hour, and I treated every customer like they were gold. And I I remember my first day getting trained, I got a tip, and the manager was right next to me. And they told him, hey, hey, you're not supposed to accept these tips, Robin. And I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? I'm doing a good job. What the hell's wrong with you? Why can't I take it? I'm not getting paid that much over here anywhere. I might as well take every tip. And so I waited for her to leave to go back to that customer's like, hey. And then they're like, here, here's that five dollars. Sorry, couldn't get it. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, man. You know, so <laughs> so I did so I did that, man. But but Joe, man, does it come down to there's a lot that comes behind this. Just so somebody could treat, if you if you have a business and you treat everybody with respect, isn't there a level of that that comes back down to how you grew up? Parenting? I mean, obviously, that does play a huge role in that. I, I think that is right. very, very, very important that the parents do establish those etiquettes with, with, with your kids because if you don't do it, then it's going to showcase to the outside of the world and a lot of opportunities may, may get closed just off of mm-hmm. not even the content that you're about to talk about, but just on a greeting, right? Respect. Like that, like if, if just on the greeting itself and how you approach someone, it, it could affect the whole outcome of a whole entire business meeting or a layout plan or an investment, you know, like things like that, like you really you really gotta be like on on your p's and q's and like like my like my um like my boss says dog like my like my own supervisor says um perception is reality perception is everything dog perception is indeed everything and i didn't want to believe it at first but man like she's not lying you don't know who you don't know who's out there that could that could see the things that you're doing and 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 if you're doing everything correct and going by the book and you're you're helping and you're you're being the 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 best customer service rep or customer service person or you know whatever you could be then you know people are watching you you can yeah. move up like you just you just gotta believe in that but that's that's on a whole different note but those are one of the key things I think that a lot of businesses need to look into which is our, which is their employees their culture the capital right mm-hmm. and just and just embedding these things into their employer employee employers heads 
because if they do so, I think the the business will 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 go will go well beyond what what they even imagine their business could possibly be. And that's what the conversation should should honestly be, uh, because being just because you you know being rich doesn't mean you have to be a an asshole. Doesn't mean you have to be a uh, arrogant fuck or you're you're the greatest thing in the world. That's why I love Gary Vee so much because he promotes that so much. You know, it's just being kind. And once again, like I said, immigrant, come from an immigrant background. If you grew up in a Haitian household, at least ours, you know, I don't know about everybody other, all the other ones. Respect is so big in that household. <laughs> you learn about it by the time when by the time you're five or seven, you have it ingrained. Okay. When I come back home, I must greet my mom and my dad. I cannot walk past them like they're nothing. Like, nope, it ain't happening. And then at that age, you're already developing appreciation. And so every single job, like I remember you and I were talking, Joe, what was one of our strengths? We have work ethic. There's a lot of people that are just naturally lazy. They don't want to do anything. But you and me, we just like, yo, what's, what, what needs to be done? It, it, it has to, we, we have to do it. We have to get it done. Like, it's, we just learned it from both of our parents. They work their, 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 their asses off. And I feel like uh, for, the, for our black businesses, we, we really got to attack it. Like, when I went to a seminar and this guy was teaching us about trading stocks, you know, this black one, it was only black people that were in there. Um, and, he, and he had a table of black brand stuff, black brand liquor, Black, I mean, black-owned liquor, black-owned black, black owned clothing, black-owned, black um, man, what else? I don't even remember, but he, there's just a lot of black-owned everything. All I said to him was, where the hell are the owners? I'd like to shake their hand. I'd like to add them on Facebook. I'd like to add them on Twitter. But if I, if I can't find you and I don't know what you look like, what am I looking for? <laughs> like, you know, I'm, and I'm like, the brand was so hard. Like, I love the design of the hats, the shirts, the the balling bands, and all I could just say to myself, Andy, is where are these guys? You have to show yourself. You got a chance. If the black community sees you, trust me, the word will be out there on the street really quick. Yo, you got to wear these guys' clothing. Because black people, that's how we are. Word on the street. Word on the street. The only community that says word on the street. <laughs> that's right. I think what's, what's crazy, man, is that marketing is... Man. <laughs> marketing is so important bro like that was the first time because it's like we if we don't know you exist they ain't going to city bro so it's it they have to we have to find a way to like to to help these black businesses man whether it's through this podcast or we feel like that could probably be like another segment like a black owned business that we got like every week or every episode just so it's like something because I feel like if they if they don't have the funds to market, it's like we won't we, won't, we will never know. You know, it's it's crazy. Take advantage of Facebook ads, Instagram ads, all of that, cause uh, all of it's like thirty dollars. Like, and I know all of them got thirty dollars somewhere. You might have it underneath your couch. But you'll yo, be surprised. You'll be surprised who got thirty dollars or not. But right, Joe. But capitalize, capitalize. Marketing is huge. Every single time you meet someone, make it a goal to talk about whatever you're doing. Like every time at work, people like uh, different people that I talk to, I let them know. Got a podcast. I got a podcast. You know, oh, yo, Robin, how's their podcast going? Why do they know? I need them to know that I have a podcast. So whenever they're in the realm of podcasting, they look up real talk, real views, and I'm and me, you, and Andy are on there, and they know about us. 
They got to know about us. <laughs> That's why I be on TikTok. That's why I be on, like, because if nobody knows you, nobody will buy from you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody will buy from you. That's, li that's literally how it is. You have to build a reputation. You have to build your brand. And you can't build your brand silently. You got to build that shit, like, like violently, bro. Like, like, yo, everybody has to know, like, my podcast is the best podcast. I kept saying yeah, right. to people, I'm like, yo, my podcast is going to obliterate your podcast. We are going to dominate. I'm not even trying to compare myself. I'm not even trying to compete. I just want this, to dominate. This, this, is, this is where it gets a little challenging. And I think a lot of people get a little misconstrued sometimes. Uh, when, when, blacks are, when black folks are trying to build their brand and saying they're, like how my brother just says, he, that he wants to dominate his, you know, other podcasters and, and showcase that his podcast is one of is one of is, is one of the best podcasts, if not the best the best podcast, right? He's not trying to diminish or say anything crazy about another podcast. That's not what he's trying to do, right? Sure. And I think a lot of people take it to where oh he thinks he's better than my podcast, and then we get this whole isolation thing, right? I'm not gonna help him because he's talking about he his podcast is better than and no. He's not. He's not being. He's not being arrogant, right? He's showing a little, a little cockiness. He's flexing his muscles. However, it's not to show that your podcast has no quality or it has nothing worth of value. No, that's not the case. Why we both can't make it to the top together? Why we both can't reach a certain level of excellence and prestige when we get to that certain mark, right? Why, why we both can't make it and and be and be in a good position with our brands and everything that we've dreamt about of using a platform to talk about certain things for other communities and, and not just blacks, but other things that's going on in the world, we could do it together in a successful where many viewers are listening and watching and paying attention to us. That's the whole thing. And I think with, some, and sometimes in the black community, which is crazy to say, but it's so true, and I was having this conversation with one of my coworkers, and this, this, is, this is sad to say, but it's true. When it comes to whites, they stick together. When it comes to Mexicans and Spanish, they stick together. But for some fucking reason, <laughs> bl blacks don't do it. Oh, it's, it's, I'm gonna go get my own by any means. And if anyone's in my way, there's, there's going to be, they're, they're going to get out of it, right? Including your own kind. And that's not what you do because in order to build, you need help. There's nobody in this fucking world that has not made it without <laughs> help. Exactly. No one in this fucking world has made it without help. And if you could show me somebody that made it without help, Every fucking dollar I got in my damn account, every dollar, every last penny, every drop, I overdrafted for you, cause that shit is not happening. Mm -hmm. And we and we need to help each other so we can make it up with each other. The positions in those black establishments, like they need to establish a culture. They need to go ahead before they interview the the employees. Uh, by any sorts, any means, they need to sit, to let them know, hey, this is our culture here. This is what we're trying to do. 
We're not trying to build a regular old-fashioned business. We're trying to have a franchise. We're trying to have a, a huge business. And we believe that this business could take us beyond measure. And you're an integral part in our business because you see the customers on a day-to-day basis. And by saying that and stating that and understanding the huge type of position that you have, even though it may seem as a small or minor job, it's really huge because you never know who's walking in. Now, with that being said, if they do see that, that lead that has more investors coming in, more people looking at your establishment and saying, hey, this establishment is such and such and such. It's, it's this and this and this, and it's great business and it's great service and it's great credibility with great um, leaders and great businessmen and, and great supervisors and great managers. And that's how, when those things start to happen, business starts to boom. And when business starts to boom, money starts to fall in. And that equals more money for, that's more money in your pocket. So you have to look at it like that. Like you're helping the head, the head is helping you. So that's that's how I was looking at it. Yeah, and that makes sense. And then there was another thing that I wanted to touch on really quick. I know Andy Andy, Andy got class, so I'm going to do this as fast as I can. I got work. And you got work. And then I got work too. But yeah, we just love what, what we do. Wish we had more time. Well, yeah, I got work at three. But like I said, we have we wish we had more time for you for you guys. And that's why we're trying to, you know, establish something other than a job so we can really, really pour in the, the very, very good content. But anyway, um, and another thing with black communities, what we gotta do, Joe, like you said, we do need to stick together. And whenever somebody, let's say you got somebody in your family, they're doing it big, they got a big ass business, and you're like, yo, why the fuck hasn't he put me on? Could be two to one or two reasons. One, your attitude probably stinks. Two, uh, um, shit. Maybe you might you might not be a fit. I don't know. One of the two right there. But we, uh huh. Three. I was, I was kind of talk, two two way. You, you trash. But go ahead and say. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right, man. Or or they don't want or they don't want family in the business, which is stupid. But fans, sometimes some some people don't. Like, some families don't mesh well with business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what I was going to say is that you've got to look, because um, if what I learned from the Nick Cannon situation, because he didn't own Wild and Out, that's when I was like, shit, you never owned the show to begin with. And on top of that, you didn't really put that many people on. He, he wasn't, he wasn't going to ever own Wild and Out due to the fact that he made, all he did was create Wild and Out. He's the creator of Wildin' Out, right? Mm-hmm. He came with the idea to MTV or whoever is the person that puts the shows on MTV, right? It's, so it's the idea. only way, it's his, it's, it's his idea, right? But he, he collaborated with other businessmen to allow him to have the Wildin' Out show. Well, it was their show. In reality. Fuck. But anyway. Exactly. That's say- how the white... That's how the white man get over, man. That's how they always get over until they come we have in numbers. percent ownership. Mm-hmm. That's how they, it is. Right. They come in numbers. And what, what I'm trying to say is, like this podcast, for instance, I didn't go look for people on the streets. I was looking for people that I already knew. So when it didn't work out with Clifton, I know he listens to this podcast. Shout out to Clifton. Love you, dog. Uh, when Clifton just couldn't hold it down, he didn't want to do it, I had to go to the one person that I know that has had my back since day one, which is my brother. He, he thought about it. He got on it. Right. 
And then my other brother, Andy, because I was like, yo, Andy, Andy's viral <laughs> in this. And what people don't realize is I didn't do it just so my shit could be big. I did it so all of us could get big. What a, a big problem in, the, in our community is that we'd be so damn selfish. We just only think about ourselves. You're like, no, no, you can't just put this guy in business just because it benefits you. How does it benefit that guy? That's how real businessmen work because we have to, we have to compliment each other. We have to oh. grow together. If there, I make, there goes the word. There the, goes we the have word. to grow together. If me, if this podcast, when this podcast blows up, which it will, I know that it will because we're doing everything right and we're being very fucking consistent. What happens? I get a full-time income. Joe gets a full-time income. Andy gets a full-time income. How did that happen? I put two of my guys that I've already known on. That, that makes me more happy than me making a lot of money because I changed two other men's lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, now he doesn't have to think about 100000 80000 however much extra money he makes every single year coming from this podcast now for the rest of his life as a thank you for being a brother, a homeboy, somebody there for me through the dark times. We need to do that more in the black community. We don't do that enough. We're just like, I, 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 I. And there's no fucking I in team. Yeah, but there's a man team. Um, exactly. There was a... He was talking just about that, that exact same thing, Robin, in terms of with other communities. They have no issues whatsoever, especially when it comes to business and money, to work together and collab. They could be competitors, but they will collab so they can make money, right? Yeah. And I think, right. like... Just hit the nail on the coffin in terms of like when it comes to the black community that we don't we don't do that for some reason. Now, in terms of what you just said, in terms of like getting your homeboy and your friends, sometimes though, I think a, a bigger issue is because we're just starting out, mm-hmm. it's kind of easier for you to, all right, Andy, what are you doing? Jill, what are you doing? I'm this is what I'm working on. I want y'all boys, because I know y'all to come draw me. As you get bigger though, right, it gets a little bit harder because it's one of those exactly. things. Because you built this from the ground up, you don't want to necessarily invite somebody that hasn't been doing nothing with their time and bring them in. You get what I'm saying? The reason why the reason why you reached out to me is because I've been doing stuff. I've been doing my fitness. I've been doing photography, going to school. Like I'm trying, I'm bettering myself. But you wouldn't necessarily that there could be a homeboy that you know that they just haven't been doing anything. It's, it'll be harder for you to give them that chance because with the time that they have, they're not trying to produce or do anything productive with their time. So that could be another thing too. It's not that it's not someone. It's not just I'm selfish. It's like you know what, man, I ain't gonna help this guy. It's not that. It's one of those things where it's like, yo, if I do help him, how exactly can he cater? How can how exactly can he cater and and better this thing as a whole when he with his talents has yet to produce anything whatsoever. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, makes, that, makes that, that, that falls back, that literally falls back to culture. Like, that, 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 that kind of falls back in the culture. Like, if you see, like, I'm not going to throw somebody out there, but me and Robin know somebody right now that just, he's just chilling. I mean, he, 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 he has talent, but he's just chilling. Mm-hmm. And... We want him to succeed by all means, but you know, it, we there's there's just so much that you could do. You know what I'm saying? There's just so much that you could do. And the thing about it is, if you do put him on, and you know, you know he has, you know he has a good work ethic. You know that for a fact. 
but it's just like situations came into into play, things came into play, you know, people came into play, just different things kept coming into play, and you know, things like that do happen. But when you have that, when you when you know uh, that certain person that can, you know, um, help your business and help your establishment go uh, go a bit further, you already seen a certain background or a certain like, like literally how a job is. What what experiences have you have you done that relates to the job that I'm giving to you? Exactly. Literally, and and that shit is just crazy to think to to think like that because if you see somebody doing something and their work ethic speaks for themselves and their jobs and their jobs that they're doing speaks for themselves, you're gonna be like, man, this is gonna be like taking candy from a baby. Let me bring in such and such because I know he can market, do this, do that. Do that. I can put him in this job, that spot, this spot, that spot, and I know everything's gonna be good because I see the numbers that come in with this and the numbers that come in with that. He's doing an excellent job, so why not hire him, right? He fits into that culture. He fits into the thing that you're trying to establish. So, you know, it it it, it does matter like who and, and who comes in. Yeah. And I, one last thing in regards to that too, if you do decide to bring somebody on. And let's just say they haven't been with the, with the, again with the talents and the gifts that they have. They haven't produced anything. Really try to find a space in which they can flourish. That I think that's yeah. the most. That is the most that you could do. Don't just put them in. All right, I want you to be try to market this, and you know that they they have a stutter. Exactly. Yeah. If they're if they're um, quote unquote a chameleon, they like to be behind the scenes. They're good with a camera. You know what I'm saying? So find a, find a place that they're good at, and then from that point on, if they if they still don't produce, then you gotta you gotta make that decision to cut them off. But if they find a place where they're comfortable and they now they could get the ball rolling, that's where it can start to flourish. Exactly. Yeah. Well said. Well said. I love I love the topics that we have, man. Yeah, fellas, we gotta get we 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 gotta get free, man. What's this job, man? We have we have content out the ass, man. Content out the ass. <laughs> Straight up, oh. man. I love we're, edu marketing. we're educated fellas. Very, very educated. Yes, sir. Educated fellas. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Uh we're talented. But yeah, um, I know Andy gotta roll out. I know you gotta roll out, Joe. Thanks for making the time, doing it. Let everybody know. Hey, it doesn't matter how busy you are in your life, you can make things happen. Not even know we were gonna get this done today. That's 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 generals, man. Mentality. We ain't no excuses, man. Make it make it happen. But everybody, take it easy. Hope y'all have a great rest of the week. Me and Joe be doing the, another episode here. <laughs> Later on this week. <laughs> another one. <laughs> can't wait. Hey, but uh <laughs> hey Joe, I can't wait to see what this next this next episode gonna be on. It's homework. Uh-huh. <laughs> homework. That's what's gonna be on. Homework. All right, man. Well, y'all all take it easy, man. Thank you, everybody, for rocking with us. Another episode of Real Talk, Real Views in the Books, episode 31. Done. Peace, y'all.